So today has been a mundane Monday. A Monday Monday. We had our nine o'clock work meeting um, phone conference at nine o'clock. And it was one of those days. People didn't want to say a lot. So we have this thing that we do um, where the leaders, you know, say if they have any news they need to put out. And then um, they'll go around the staff and ask if they have anything to put out. Um, And, you know, of course, when they came to me, I was like, they were like, how was your weekend? Um, What's your favorite movie? This this is where we're doing now. Right. And I was like, had a great weekend, the color purple. Right. So today was one of those days. Um, It started out just like that. And I think everybody was feeling it right because we've been locked down for a little while. Right. Um, But um, my computer was messing up. Um, I had my wireless keyboard. I was trying to hook up to my computer, but I had forgot my wireless mouse. Um, And so for some reason, the keyboard wouldn't work. And so then, of course, I, I, I like technology. So I had another wireless keyboard that I was able to uh, uh, hook up, but the mouse wouldn't hook up. So after, after all of that, I was like, you know what, let me just do something else. Um, But um, you know, it was just little things after little things and all these, uh, these myriad of emails come in and I'm just like, you know, I have a whole nother thing. Like when the emails start coming, I just kind of put them over until they're assigned to me. Right. Cause that's a lot of distractions. I can be easily distracted, but, um, anyway, it was just one of those days and I was just like, I wasn't feeling too hot. I ain't sick, y'all, but I just wasn't, you know, um, I have rheumatoid arthritis. So rheumatoid act up a little bit. I got a, uh, I got a lower back injury from the military with rheumatoid acting up with that. Right. So I was just like, I couldn't get comfortable in my chair. Um, just like, and so I couldn't really get in a groove, um, of working sometimes I, you know, so I had to start with something easy. I know I could knock out real quick. And then, and then probably about two o'clock, I really got in a groove, right? Child, I couldn't wait for five o'clock to get here. Do you hear me? Five o'clock. Let me tell y'all something. When we're in the office, <laughs> my little uh, corner, I would say it's a couple of us, about two or three of us. When it when five o'clock hit, in fact, when four fifty five hit, uh, one of us, Heather, is saying um, five minute warning, five minute warning. Because I'm gonna tell you what we don't do. We don't stay over. We don't stay over. And then the state doesn't want. You have to get permission to work over. So when it hit 4.59, I waited that one minute and I closed that laptop. I was out. Do you hear me? It was just one of those days. It was one of those days. I went and got me a snack. And guess what I did? I went and got in my bed. I was done. I put on the Clark Sisters biopic and was chilling. Love the Clark Sisters. And yes, I was singing with them. Love them, my Kojic days, I tell you. Ooh, but boy, I don't know if I could have made it back in the 70s. I always say that. 
But it was one of those days today. Um, but you know, I got a couple of coworkers I love. Because <laughs> they shady. And we text, you know, when when foolishness is going on, we just be texting and, and sending gifs, uh, these little pictures and of, uh, you know, the eye rolls or whatever. It was just one of those days. Um, but um, I got a, a phone call. <laughs> I got a phone call from my friend, but I didn't know it was her because I didn't recognize that number. So when you recognize a number, you double tap it and it's out. Right. And so she left a, a message and I finally looked at it and I called. I was like, girl, uh, I didn't recognize this name. I don't know who this is. That's not your name. And believe it, we just got off the phone. So we have been on the phone probably about two, two and a half hours already laughing, talking, um, enjoying one another. Um, but it that turned back into a better day. But I tell you what, it was a struggle today. Mundane Monday. That's that's what it was. I wish I could tell you it was something better before me, but it was not. It was not. Um, but we made it. <laughs> we at the end. We about to shut it down. Um, and then I was um, watching Roland Martin with my husband and um, the um, what's the the CDC guy? Is he the attorney? I don't know who the the guy is. Um, that's the Surgeon General? No, that ain't him. I think he's a CDC guy. Anyway, he was saying what we need to be doing. And he made a comment that a sister checked him on. And he was saying, um, you know, especially in the minority communities, the African-American and Hispanic communities, you know, uh, we need to be safe. Uh, talking about, um, you know, with our granddaddies, our big mamas, our abuelas, you know, make sure they're safe, you know. Um, and she checked him on it. Oh, and he said, and you need to make sure you're not drinking and smoking, right? And she was like, so are you basically, are you saying this about the minority communities? And he was like, no, 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 let me, you know, he was like, let me backpedal, let me straighten this out. <laughs> but um, it was interesting. It was interesting. Roland Martin, I like Roland Martin, but Roland Martin, oh, he's a fusser. I, I, I don't do fussing a lot. So, well, my kids would beg to differ, but um, he, he does, um, you know, um, put people out there. And as soon as Donald Trump came on, he was like, ah, we don't want to hear what he got to say. Shut it down. But uh, so that was hilarious. But um, the day did get better after <laughs> after the work day. But I'm going to tell y'all something. Monday. Ooh, it was one of those days. It was one of those days. But I will tell you, I did get in uh, The Color Purple, my favorite all-time movie. I could literally watch that every day. Like, seriously. Um fact, when I mentioned it this morning, um, um, that sparked a conversation. Um, and one of the guys at work, he was like, um, you told Harpo to beat me. And, you know, that just starts a whole nother thing. But anyway, we, we laughed about that. But we were all ready to get off the line. I, don't, I didn't even say bye. I just clicked out, you know, because um, my take is this. I'm one of those people. I'm going to get to work. If I'm already struggling, when I get to work, I just want to work. I got to throw me a little music in my ear. Um, that's what I usually do. Put my little wireless headphones on and throw a little music in my ear and I'm jamming and I'm 
going through them emails or I'm, uh, you know, taking a break or I'm answering phone calls, you know, and things like that. But I couldn't get that groove today. I, I didn't get that groove today. I did watch me some Color Purple. I had me some emotions. No matter how many times I watch that movie, y'all, there's an emotion that hits you every time. Um, they said, no, don't do it. And she whapped that white man. <laughs> Get my children out of here. Get my children out of here. And then you come back to that scene where the um, the sheriff's wife, the, I don't know who she is, drives out to the, you can stay there all day. And then she said, I'll be back to get you at five. And then that heifer can't get out of there. So you already know she ain't even took her coat off good. Oprah ain't took her coat off good. She got to go take this woman back. I don't know him either. I don't know her either. So anyway, that was the highlight of my day. Uh, other than part, watching part of the Clark sister biopic, which I will finish. Um, man, let me tell y'all something. Watching that brought back some memories. Let me tell y'all my Kojic experience, right? Um, so I, I was in and out. We were in church going, you know, growing up, you went to church and all that, but not like Kojic. We went to Baptist church, right? And then I remember me and my cousin went to church with my other cousin, Sheila. And then, you know, we supposedly gave our life. I don't think we did. We just, we, we didn't live right after that. So anyway, uh, 1990, we go to Germany and um, I told you, I think if you go back some podcasts, you'll hear part of my story about being in Germany. We had just got married in 88. Um, my unit supported my husband's unit. So we were both in the field right before Desert Storm. My baby, four month old, she was at the babysitter. And um, that's when Iraq, uh, I mean, not Iraq, Kuwait jumped off. And um, so... Um, right. I was ripe for the picking. Let me tell y'all, I don't know that I was scared, but I was ripe for the picking because I was like, Ooh, I don't know. What is this happening? You know, and uh, this sister, she led me to the Lord and uh, I got saved. And um, let me tell y'all something. If you ain't been saved in a holiness church or in Kojic, well, same thing, uh, man, that's like boot camp. Okay. That is boot camp. They going to tell you everything you're not going to do. And so for me, it was perfect because that's going to bring me right on in. Right. I don't need no lies. I don't need nobody to joke around with me. Just tell me what what is expected of me. And so um, I was good. My husband was gone. I was in the field. And then when he came back, you know, let me tell you all something. I was wearing dresses, all dresses. My poor husband was like, what is this? I had poured out all the liquor. Um, and we were in Germany, so you had a shrunk. So you had a little bar within the shrunk, right? We had liquor. And I, I didn't pour all the liquor down. I didn't tie all his uh, extra money into the church. I did all that, y'all. I ain't lying. Um, and um, I was sold out out. Did you hear me? And so, um, whatever they told me to do, I did. So for me, it was a good experience. I can't tell you that I had a bad experience, but 
when I look back on it, I was like, I was almost in a little cold. I know that's going to offend some of y'all, but that's how I feel now, okay? Because you believe what people tell you. You know, When people talk about their pastors, you believe what the pastor tell you because you believe that's his profession, right? So why would he tell you something different? I didn't know nothing, okay? So I was soaking it all up, right? So anyway... um, I had done all of that. My husband, um, he saw the change. And I remember one time he said, uh, you need to go talk to your pastor. I was like, well, he said, something wrong with you. <laughs> something is wrong with you. You got to go do some counseling. My response to him was, how you, a sinner, going to tell me, somebody who's saved, how you, how you even know something is wrong with me? I ain't say it like that. I kind of tried to say it right. But, you know, I was I was I still had that fighting spirit. Right. So I still had that, um, you know, I I ain't Jesus. That's that was my 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 thing. I'd be like, look, I ain't Jesus. So you don't, you don't want to really try me like, you know, that that's the way I used to act, Right. But anyway, that was a, it was an experience for me. It was a good experience. I can't tell you that. I didn't have a good experience in Kojic, but I, I will tell you this. Hindsight is twenty twenty. Uh, when you look back, it was very it was a a, a male dominated um, congregation. It uh, denomination very male dominated, and I felt that when I was watching uh, the biopic, and I got to the point where they were uh, the the bishops was telling Maddie Moss, you know, you didn't got too big. You didn't got too big. And she's like, this is my calling. This is my, this is my thing. No, you too big. You all out there, you know, singing with your girls, you know. And she was like, those are my children. And um, I just felt that. I felt her pain because um, that's the way it was. It was very male dominated. And you didn't even think about it. Let me tell y'all something. I was wearing dresses uh, everywhere. When I got out of the military, when I got off my job, I we, we had choir rehearsal once a week. You were not going to wear any uh, BDUs up in there if you were a female. You had to change into a dress. Um, when we had picnics, we were wearing dresses. Let me tell you something. We had leggings under our dresses, and we was doing activities, running. We was, okay. We were wearing them long dresses like those dresses was going to keep us safe. But I'm going to tell you something. Um, there was a there is a scripture that talks about uh, not causing your brother to fall. And that's what I kept remembering. Um, the reason why I wore a dress like that, because I couldn't figure out why the brothers could be cleaning in a suit and we all bare and barren, you know, looking homely. I'm going to tell you all. I didn't even know I was looking home until some sisters <laughs> sisters took me out to eat at the end. And they were like, why are you wearing them all long dresses? We had a good time, Sister Johnson, <laughs> back in the day. And they was like, girl, you ain't got to wear them dresses all the way down to your ankles, basically. And then I got to Texas and uh, my homegirl, Tony, she was like, what you doing with them big old clothes on? Y'all, I was sold out. Kojic had me. Like, 
heroin have folks on time. You couldn't tell me nothing about Kojic. Let me tell you. My sister asked me one time. I went to Dallas. I had on stockings in the summer. Central Texas. You know that ain't right. That ain't right. And she was like, you ain't hot. And I got defensive. And next thing you know, I was like, I'll leave her. I ain't got to be. That's where I was at, right? So I was that defensive. And I don't think you should (laughs) feel that way when you're supposed to be free. You know what I mean? The truth will set you free. The Bible is supposed to be the truth. Uh, The church is supposed to be preaching and living the truth. And if the truth feels like bondage, then it ain't the truth. Bondage is freedom. I mean, bondage. I'm sorry. Truth is freedom. Bondage is bondage. Um, And so I didn't even realize it, though. And so sometimes you're in things and you don't even know you're not free. You know, you just live that way. When people were blowing into slavery, they didn't know. Kids didn't know they had to be taught. You're a slave now. Calm down. Get somewhere and sat out. Don't come over here messing with our children because you're a slave, right? And so I, that brought up a lot of memories today when I watched that uh, show. But I'm going to tell you something. I met some of the some of my, my most favorite people in Kojic, and some of them are still my friends. And I mentioned a couple of them the other day as my sister friends. Um, and so um, I wouldn't take nothing for my journey, <laughs> you know. Um, it was a great time, and um, I still got some friends that are still in Kojic. I still got some friends that, you know, have moved on or whatever, but um, nevertheless, I love them the same. I love our journey together, our experiences. Um, it grew me up. It definitely grew me up. It made me become a mother um, and to do things uh, in a certain way. I won't tell you it made me... Uh, <laughs> When I look back, sometimes I think about, um, you know, when you're in church all the time and you're telling your kids to uh, to be still and they two, two years old, they, they two-year-old kids don't be still. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, they do not. And so I thought that was a little, you're asking a little much, right? You're asking a little much when you're telling kids they got to be quiet um, and come to church and sit sit down at church and listen to a, a man who they don't even know what he's saying and, you know, all that stuff. And I think churches have evolved since then, and I hope some of the Kojic churches have. But, um, yeah, I just, when I think about that, and I'm going to tell you something. I apologize to my kids about some things. I said, listen, me and your dad did what, what we knew to do. And that's all we could do. There's There was nothing else we knew to do. Um, we did the best we could with what we had. Um, and But at the, at the same time, we apologized because we trusted people that what people were telling us was the truth. And this is what we should do. And we trusted the process where we grew up, you know, when we spanked our kids and um, we didn't spare the rod, you know. Um, you know, uh, me and... Uh, me and um, somebody was talking the other day, me and my husband, I believe it was, and we talked about how, uh, no, me and my friends, uh, Kat and them, we were talking about how the oldest always thinks that the youngest um, had it better. And it's not that they had it better. The parents probably had more resources then. So you're less stressed when you got a little bit more money 
Um, you, you know, the oldest get stuck with buying their own or driving something different if they got to drive anything. Um, and you know, the youngest, you, you got a little bit more leeway, but then you've, you've groomed, I mean, you've grown up some children. So, you know, you know, you've raised some children and so, you know, a little bit better. So, um, y'all, y'all folks who, who are the older ones and the middle ones, and, uh, you got all that stuff you holding on to, let that go. Let that go. Your parents did what they could. They did the best they could. Let it go. Let it go. It ain't worth holding on to, you know, because guess what? When you have children, they can say the same thing about you, right? I know. Listen, I already apologized to my mama because I was that one. I, I call myself the black sheep, but in reality, I was just spoiled. I was just uh, the baby. I was just wanting to have my own way. Um, and, you know, it. I acted out, you know, and that's what we do. But I tell you what, and I would tell anybody this, I had the best mom. Y'all don't know nothing about that. That's my shero. When you didn't raise all them kids and, and your own kids and you still living, y'all better sit down somewhere. Talk about my mom if you want to. Anyway, um... Today, I just had one of those nostalgic days after I got past the mundane Monday of work. Uh, oh, man. I tell y'all something. It was painful. It was painful. It was. But I tell you what, watching that biopic kind of brought me around a little bit, made me think of some things. But um, I tell you what, uh, I, I grew up. I grew up. And I grew up in the church. Um, after I left home, I grew up in the church and I think I was talking uh, on another uh, episode about, um, you know, belief systems and how when your kids leave, the beliefs you poured into them and they lived at your house, they may be challenged and they may be changed. You know, it's their life. You did what you could. You imparted it into them, whatever you felt was good and, you know, whatever you had. And they're going to challenge some of that, you know. And don't be defensive about it. It is what it is, you know. We've had several conversations with our children. And, uh, hey, things change. Things change. I used to, when I told you I was sold out, and I'm going to tell you all something. Um, I got back my cussing spirit. Oop. Oh, I know y'all said, oh, Sister Ruff, let me tell y'all something. That's freeing for me. I don't cuss you out, but I may cuss. I ain't cussing nobody out. I'm not going to call anybody a name. That's not what I do. But I do a little cussing. I do a little cussing. Steve Harvey say uh, it's freeing. It is. It's very freeing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I ain't going to cuss you out, but I may cuss. And so don't be offended. Uh, if I do, uh, I'm not talking about you. I'm just stressing how I feel in a different language. How about that? Um, but anyway, I I remember um, my kids had never heard me curse. Never. I said cuss, curse, cuss, however y'all want, you know, tomato, tomato. And I remember the day my daughter, I don't think my daughter was here, but my sons, and my oldest son looked at me like, 
what the devil is wrong with you? I know he did because he grew up straight up in the church, just like my daughter did. And um, I had to apologize. Um, and my husband was like, you, you all right? I was like, ooh, I don't know. I feel something coming up. But anyway, listen, today was one of them days. Um, I just wanted to share with y'all. Um, we all had them days where um, we get to thinking about things and um you know, I thought about my Kojic days. I thought about my child-rearing days and um, just some, some do's and some don'ts. I ain't going to tell you what to do and I ain't going to tell you what don't do. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this. Live your life the best way you know how. Raise your kids the best way you know how. Do what you got to do to make it and try not to hurt nobody along the way. Right? So that's all we do as parents. We We do what we can do and we try not to hurt people along the day people along the way people in the church listen don't be mean don't have false expectations of people in the church tell people the truth you know be free people right this is miss rough signing out for the rough life